<laughs> and, he, and he just he's like i'm not doing that sounds like work he's, just, he's so likable that's the problem <laughs> he really is. He, he's, he can't i have to respect that honesty he's like no yeah. not doing that all right well we do like to work here so here comes the video we do but it works welcome to everyone racers a show designed for the world of low dollar racing thing an oddball car culture it doesn't matter what kind of lemon champ or lucky track dog league you run SCCA or NASA. We don't discriminate as long as you drive it hard and built it yourself. Join us each week for tech discussions, tips, tricks, as well as news and notes from the world of amateur endurance racing. And whether it's on the spot, Hella Sweet, or, or Lucky, Chrissy. 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 And I give you just the tip. We're sure you'll giggle a little and learn even less. Everyone report to the paddock. This is Chris. This is Chrissy. I'm Jeff. Or I'll have and I'm mental. And we are everyone racers. Welcome to a This American Life episode of our podcast. It's not a secret. We're fans of the NPR staple. And as it turns out, This American Life episode 279, airing on December 10th, 2004, was titled Auto Show, Stories About People Who Love Their Cars, For Better or Worse. So this is our episode 279, also an auto show, not nearly good as as Ira Glass. Not even a little bit. No. If you love your car and you're not driving it and you have not run out of this American Life's yet, uh, check out our UN on bingo card. That's something Ira will never offer for you. But that would be a good one to this American Life bingo card. But it has to have you know, what's that background music they have half the time. And then you know it, yeah. David Sedaris would happen. be one of the one of the blocks on there. And then it would yep. also, you know, uh uh our reference founder, to serial Malatillo. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Anyway, Just now you've that's and that you've geeked out about this American life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're we're gonna just increase the uh, the the nor the the respect by interviewing Jeff Stobbs today. Like we're going from this oh, American really? life Correct. to a guy with a wiener eating his head. I don't know what's going no, on. No, it's a it's a segue. Segue. It's a hot dog on a segue. Hot dog on a segue. Okay, oh, so boy. when you don't Dude. have a clue what we're talking about, you need to open up your YouTubes and check out this video. Maybe when you get home, if you're driving, that's fine, but you'll, there's going to be some more. If you've got some kids behind you, uh, they may ask a question and the answer is a segue on a hot dog. <laughs> yes. That's oh, not, boy. That's what it was when he was trying to hang up the, the, um, yeah. the flag the other way. Yeah. You actually have to pay extra for a segue on a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. It makes the wheel slip. Uh, Chrissy, what are you working on? I'm still doing cleaning out around here. I'm trying to clean things up and do some more housework. Nothing interesting at all. You guys, I'm sure, are doing much more interesting Can things. we tell it's January? We're all like... Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. We'll not leave the, the house. house. And it's not even snowing or cold out. It's just one of those, like, I have a list of things that I want to get done in the house. So every weekend when it gets even remotely like spring, I can be outside. So, Jeff, what have you been doing? Uh, well, this is opening week of the semester. So I worked every day, all day. Uh, and it was cold. So I did nothing. I did take my Christmas lights down. Does that count as something? I don't know. Probably not. Out, outside? Yes, outdoors. Uh, mine Ladder and everything. They're going to stay out there for a really long time. Yeah. No, no, I took them down. They're down. I'm clean. My, mine are not. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, so Chrissy's made an executive decision. <laughs> yeah. well, they are now the inside Eastern ones decorations. Are out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Mental, tell us about warmth. What are you working on? I actually had kind of a busy week uh, on... <clears throat> Saturday, yeah, Sunday. Got out and finally took my first spirited drive with the Miata. Got together Ooh. with the, uh, the local driving group here 
and uh, we went down through. It's, it's a really nice drive through the Valley of Fire, and I am still really liking this car. Obviously, it's massively underpowered, but that's a good thing because you can have a lot of fun with it with um, without going like ludicrous speeds. I did start making a list of modifications, but I found out that I'm really happy with the springs. I expected the brakes to be a little weak. The brakes were really good on that. It's um, an ND, so it has. It's a great car. It has massive amounts of horsepower and torque compared to like an NA. Yes, but nothing compared to like, I don't know, an AMG 6.3. Yeah, sure. So. sure. I think that's the problem. <laughs> the starter in the AMG has about <laughs> as much power. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, if you guys remember, we had Tyler Hoffman back in 2020, you know, when we were and he was like uh, doing coaching on sim racing and he's gone on now. He's been racing the Super Trofeo Cup and he's got an IMSA ride this year. He's coaching a, a team with an AMG. He was in town for a BMX race. That's one of his cross disciplines that he does. And uh, we got to go down there and watch that. They did it inside one of the casinos. He, he took second in his uh, in his uh, final race. It was pretty impressive. Um, have some friends in town for the shot show, which is a firearm enthusiast, uh, show. And a buddy of mine has patented a training aid for that. And, uh, they, he got us into a military networking event, which was great. Did that. And it, I just got this all today. The, uh, Rami video, the Rami show, they've been releasing the new videos. And the one that I talked about, uh, I believe it was last year the GT two RS versus the AM or the AMG G six, three wagon that just dropped. So yeah. It's you kind of, recorded that a year ago. It was, and it, it just was, dropped. It, it wasn't was, that long it was, ago. It was in the fall. It was, oh, was it? Yeah. It was okay. so warm. Oh, yeah. oh, by last year. You mean it's like January. Yeah. Well, it's January <laughs> now, but did we did this. It was, it was several months ago. Uh, yeah. yeah. But, Got so, it. Yeah. And, and, and obviously, uh, for those watching on the YouTube, or even if you're listening, why does the echo is we have made progress on the house. And now one of the rooms that was stripped completely bare, uh, we've moved in there. So now I've got echo with unfinished sheetrock and stuff behind me, but yay progress. Yay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yay, progress. Yay. Yes. Speaking of progress, really roofless house anymore. <laughs> Chris, you look like you actually did something according to the notes. I did. I did things. I finished our new fuel court. It oh, is way we see a fancier. I sent it. It's on the Slack. I didn't. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's uh, Keep it's talking. way fancier than anything we possibly need. But I needed a TIG welding project, so I did this. So it's. I'm jumping on the side. I can see this, but there we go. Mm. Oh yeah, that's that's a that's a. Good so proper. it'll hold four Hunsickers yeah. plus the fire bottle plus, um, the flag that we use to flag people in and also it has a removable rack for the cooler we use for cooler hot swaps for um ice cool shirt so all done three wheels stronger than i expected like i was jumping up and down on it thing was not bending i was worried it was going to be a little weak but nope it's fine it's a little heavy but oh well we have a cart now so that's fun yeah <clears throat> it's much better than the fisher price cart that i used to move Oh, uh, how much wood do we have oh, yeah. in the backyard? The, uh, the cart, the cart is dead. So yeah. we needed something. I know yeah. you shared it before, but I'll share it nice and close now, so people can get a good look at it. There you go. It's a that's really the the wheels are really beefy there. They're just Harbor Freight nine dollar 
pneumatic wheels and one the nose wheel casters and it also uh, has a trailer hitch for um to be towed by our scooter i just need to uh, do the scooter part of the hitch but the handle has a basically a, a pin that goes down with a hole drilled in it with a locking pin so we just need a basically half inch hole in something in scooty and drop the pin and put the pin in and the scooter can tow it now i'm not gonna to, i'm not gonna say that your design ethos might be a little off but i'm just checking is the front wheel not centered? Like front it's a three-wheeler. Yeah, is front it? wheel's absolutely centered. Okay, that's just an angle kind met of picture. Chris, like literally ever. Well, remember, no, no, no. Remember it, the Legos that he has? It 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 looks <laughs> like it's like I can I see the center a, bar coming it's in. The it's the fire extinguishers. The fire extinguishers throwing it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because the fire extinguisher is in on one side of the triangle of the castering nose wheel that there's nothing on the other side yet actually that's the only thing i still have left to do is i was going to make a little gear pocket there to put like the camelback and the radio but i uh, didn't want to make it out of something sharp enough to damage a camelback so i'm trying to figure out what to do maybe i'll make it out of wood or something or a little bucket plastic bucket yeah that too yeah. yep cool uh, and then back to plain stuff i have put plain stuff on hold for a long time now i'm going to make time for it so i'm actually going to see said plane and fly said plane on saturday so remembering how to do private pirate private pilot stuff yep very cool all right and you by now you have noticed our guest you may have seen them in the penalty box at a lemons race but most likely you can find him wearing a delightfully ugly hawaiian shirt and rounding up a bunch a bunch of miscreants in their street legal vehicles we're excited to have lemons rally master jeff stops jeff hello what are you working on uh, I've been yelling at my 3D printer. I have a 1968 MGB GT that I'm working on. And so I found this cool 1980s like horizontal tachometer. And so I'm trying to jam that into the dash. So I need like an insert and my 3D printer is not cooperating. Uh, so uh, it's caught on fire. It's uh, keeps on delaminating itself. Uh, so eventually I'll get it. So or I'll make it out of lemons. Wood. Yeah, you'll have a lemons quality uh, 3D printer. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, definitely. Every printer is terrible. The 3D, 2D doesn't matter. They all are terrible yeah. sources of frustration. <laughs> it's, just, it's just so it's so frustrating. Yes. Um, raise your hand if you could walk into a garage and touch an MG that could not run right now. Oh, that could in not trailer. run. That could yeah. not run. Yeah, they well, could you, you say you say a garage. You make sure you don't mention your garage. Well, it's in my father's garage, three blocks from here. <laughs> Our, ours is in yeah. our trailer. That's yeah. not yeah. the garage. Close enough. I live in Wisconsin, but my shop is in Minnesota with my buddy Kevin, and we have like four MGs that don't run. So <laughs> four <laughs> times the distance. Yeah, I think it's a like mental illness at this point. I really liked my 69 MGBGT. And I saw one the other day on in Pennsylvania in January really? in nice condition. It was like a gas station somewhere. Right. Anyway, right. it was just fun to see them out. They're such nice looking cars. They're so beautiful. Fun. I am a BGT yeah. fan. Till you drive it. Well, even then, it's got character. <laughs> I, 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 Lots I understand. of character. Definitely. We're actually also working on an MGB race car that's a 74. Ooh. So we're working our way through welding. Uh, so. Lots and lot. What? Uh, wait, I'm sorry. There's an MG in Wisconsin that's rusty. Uh, technically in Minnesota. Clutch uh, my pearls. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the good thing is about living in the Midwest, you get these for free. Uh, you show up, and the guy's just like, "My wife's mad at me. Please take this." Yeah. And so yeah. we load them up and we drive away and get a free car. 
that, well, <laughs> and then that's how you have so many of them. Carved. Yeah, yeah, it's a, <laughs> not I, American. Well, you can have yeah. it. Yeah. All right, Chrissy, do I you want that to happens uh, with a lot of just a lot of things? I ended up with four Porsches just by owning one. Oh, you've got here. Take this other free one. Yeah, it, it, it goes down the hill very quickly. Yeah, they were. Did you? They were nine twenty eights. Well, is that two nine twenty eights and two nine fourteens? New French fourteens, yes. Yeah. So that's wonderful. <laughs> Chrissy, do you want to uh, show Jeff how we transition? I'm pretty sure he knows, but we're calling you. We're going to use the notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's that was fun. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. But before we started recording, Jeff totally admitted to listening to some shows. Yeah. The uh, so, first five. First five. Oh. And then, like I had said, I skipped ahead like a hundred. And that's then good. You that's good. Thank you. You nailed down the, the concept at that point. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. so, if anyone's listening, like... don't don't go back to the first five. Uh, it's all over the interwebs. You've seen it. You probably haven't seen it, but the first production all-wheel drive Corvette has been leaked. I wouldn't say that it has been released. Uh, if you haven't heard, just previewed the 2024 Corvette C8 E-Ray. Yes, E-Ray. That is a hybrid all-wheel drive or four-wheel drive or i don't know exactly what the system is corvette here are the highlights zero to 60 in 2.5 seconds a tenth ahead of the current z06 495 horsepower lt2 which is basically the same as the base model plus a 160 horsepower electric motor turning the front wheels through an open diff with a total of 655 horsepower 1.9 kilowatt battery pack lives between the seats uh, GM says the E-Ray will start at a hundred and four thousand dollars. Oh, that's a lot. Um, and it's only 260 pounds more than the Z06. So pre-release hype is out there. Um, I actually think it looks better. They've, uh, they've really cleaned up the lines a little bit on the E-Ray. So, um, is it going to be a worthy adversary to the P1 or the Porsche 918? I doubt it. Uh, but the glossy mags will all put it on the cover and uh, they'll all get press loaners. Some of them will crash them. GM, I promise, give us a press loaner. We won't crash it. <laughs> I you don't, don't but you Corvettes. will, but you will roll it into a parking lot when you don't put it into gear and but, leave. No, because it, it's automatics. They're all automatics. Yeah. It's not a problem. Okay, fine. I'm sure you can manage to do it though. Yeah. Raise your hand if you've been a Corvette, if you're a Corvette owner. There you see you that go. GM? You see that GM? Huge. I'm not raising, I'm not raising my hand. On this screen. <laughs> I am not. Um, we are your marketing I answer. I am we not totally answer. Do this. I've heard one, one source say that this is basically GM's way to have a, a Corvette for the guy that comes and says, I want the best Corvette. But the Z06 is totally wrong for that guy because he can't drive it on the you know slick tires that it comes with and all yeah. that stuff. So this way to get some the fastest one or quickest, but it's actually just more usable for driving to dinner. Well, and I saw um, you know I watch all the crazy YouTube videos <laughs> and few of the people took C6 uh, or excuse me C8 Z06 models and they got under there and they went. Hey, look, this thing could be all-wheel drive. Uh, because the tunnel is there and because they have the space in the axle or four axles in the front, 
you know, everybody knew that the next one was going to be four wheel drive or all wheel drive. So didn't know it was going to be electric. Cool. Okay. Well, maybe you want to drive your all-wheel drive supercars with a little more pedigree. Jerry Perez at The Drive has you covered. The recently retired four-time F1 champion Sebastian Vettel is shrinking his impressive car fleet. The current one on the chopping block is 2012 Black Edition Nissan GTR. You get a star-owned Turbo Godzilla with only 93 miles, 93, that's it, uh, but it will cost you two of those Corvette E-Rays and one uh, or one with dealer markup. It is listed for $250,000 euros, roughly $270,000 American dollars uh, for a car you probably can't import. Even Jerry admits that's a lot of scratch for a 10-year-old GTR, but then again, Vettel. Being a black edition, it does come with 20-inch Ray wheels, orange brake calipers. And, <gasps> oh, sold. Right? Sold. Orange and brake calipers, sign me up. Specific interior highlights of red on the seats and elsewhere. And that's all it says that it comes with. <laughs> uh, there's a link in our show notes. All right, so Sebastian needs to give this to to Lewis so we can give it to that rental car company and get back the one that he hooned in Japan. That that's what that might might add a little bit of the pedigree to it because yeah. I think yeah, they're not sounds like meh. It's a lot of money for. It, it's weird because it has ninety three miles on it, so you can't really say that Sebastian Vettel drove it. it Somebody. Somebody he did own it. Somebody probably drove it to his house, and then he didn't drive it, and then he somebody drove it away. That's probably what happened. Uh, it'd be great if you just turned your mic on. You'd think after how many years in in, uh, <laughs> I in just COVID, to blow my nose and not play uh, into the thing. Great, right, but then you have to remember to take yourself off mute in here too. Right? Is he, is he eating? Anyway. Take yourself <laughs> off mute. That's great. I'm eating right now. <laughs> what did you want to say? I'm sorry. I wanted nothing. No okay. one likes it. <laughs> GTRs aren't as good as they should be. Anyway, <laughs> Lemons has certainly had a share of drivers who rates elsewhere. Most of them probably prefer to. No, they don't really. But well, now a multi-race Lemons veteran will be running at the Daytona 500 next month. Known for piloting an El Camino around MSR Houston, this unknown upstart named Travis Pastrana will be running the third car for Michael Jordan's 23XI Racing and number 67 Toyota. I yeah. think it's past Rana. Past Rana. Okay. With, okay, with multiple A's at the end. Pastrana. Rana. It's, it's pasta. Rana. Pasta Rana. I think that's better if it was that. I don't know. I hope somebody's got a bunch of clowns. Hello, Mr. Pasta Apparently, he also does some motocross and rally driving, uh, I guess. Um, He's going to be joining Bubba Wallace and Tyler Riddick with some sponsorship from the Black Rifle Coffee Company. Uh, Apparently, he's also run super speedways in uh, 42 Xfinity Series races, once finishing as high as 10th at Daytona 10 years ago and some truck stuff. And But hey, first Daytona 500. It's nice that guy's getting out a little more. Good for him. (laughs) That guy needs more money, right? Is that what he is? Yeah. You know what? I haven't worked NSR, but everyone just talks about how nice he is. Absolutely. He is. Oh, I'm, I'm sure yeah. he's incredibly, and he's in uh, like it's it's every time he shows up, it's a bigger entourage. But he he kind of makes it a point to be accessible. Uh, we can still make fun of him, though. Oh, definitely. Okay, just making sure. I think he would appreciate it. Okay, good. Now, 
obviously we've got rally master Jeff Stobbs on the show and we're going to be talking about lemons rally and some stories and stuff like this. So I am stealing a page from our friends over at the apex adjacent podcast. And I'd like to start with him, but obviously our co-host would like your input. So we're doing a version of FMK lemons rally cars. I'm very excited. I'm I'm opening them. I'm opening them. Yeah. Everyone knows the old thing about FMK. So in this case, the, the F is the car that you would take and run a rally. Yeah. And then, and then you're done with, you launch it off the cliff in Alaska at the end of it. The Mary is the one that you would keep and the kill you would just set on fire. Do do Mm -hmm. I have to pick one? Man, that is all right. All right, Metzl, you go down the list. I will share the screen so that everyone can see how fantastic it is. These three cars that you have found on racingjunk.com. So they're all about the same budget, which is a little excessive for uh, a Lemons Rally car, but I wanted a a variety of topics. So our first one is a 1980 Triumph TR7, and it's in really good shape here. Jeff's going to share that one. Here it comes. I don't lots know. It's in Illinois. It's there's lots of pictures too. Yeah, yeah. I like the so, leather. I like yeah, the interior. It is, it's got the uh, like the 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 triumph wreath on the hood. It's it's black. It's got tan interior. There's your 30th anniversary, the commemorative whole nine yards. It's got that Grant GT wheel, but I'm prepared to forgive it. And look at that. It's got Wisconsin plates. But it's someone got, it's didn't got a, drive this all year round in Wisconsin. This was someone's. Uh, toy toy yeah i was gonna say it's got a carpet covering the holes in the trunk right yeah (laughs) (laughs) i don't know the dog legs are fine which is weird this is yeah yeah, this is a summer car Mm -hmm. i mean the engine bay is clean the i mean that's the least amount of rust i've ever seen and in any kind of british product in the united states yeah (laughs) all right our second option is a 1968 Buick Riviera. I got to move for something here. Here you go. I, I, I was going to say, I was like, like you've got you Here got we go. Here. here we go. We only have one picture of the Riv. Wait. <laughs> Did you read the item description, though? Uh, go ahead, oh, Metzl. Read the item you, description. Though. It's a 68 Buick <laughs> Riviera GS project. Uh-huh. Currently disassembled for restoration, yeah. but complete. <laughs> like that would scare off a single person who is listening to this Oh, show. but they take money orders, so we're good. Yeah. Exactly. I, and- I, I just want to say, before we get talking too much into the Riviera here, I think this rivals the Jaguar XJS is one of the most beautiful cars ever. <laughs> Not this specific one. Mm-hmm. I think this is a beautiful was, car. The early yeah, 67 yeah, is, is it's for a, a little better. Yeah. yeah. But this is it's a hideaway headlight, you know, closer related to the to, to the 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 your your personal luxury coupes of the era. Yeah. And it's a it's it's yeah, it's relatively it's in New Mexico, so it's gonna be rust-free comparison. So so this is 68, so it has a slopey rear window, not a boat tail rear window. It is not Correct. it is not a boat tail rear because yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a 67. They had figured out that that was far too expensive. Yeah, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> Maybe Don't we should just make again. it flat. Sixty-five is the one you want. Look in some pictures of this now. That's that's there right. we go. All right. Anyway. And our last one is a nineteen sixty-five Toyota Land Cruiser. Now it's the uh, FJ forty looking, but it doesn't have a roof. It does, however, have the jump seats, and it is also in was located in Wisconsin. 
which is a problem for me because I live in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. The seats are goofy, a... though. Those are out of something else. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's some sort of, of modern yeah. buckets. And you but can it, see it... the rust through the paint if you look carefully in the pictures. <laughs> uh, do you think? It is. It yeah. Is. Let's get a little zoomy. Like, zoom. Oh, yeah. That, right uh, uh, picture number two on yeah. the right side yeah. there. Yeah, if you look at the one of the right of the the driver's side, the seam between the uh, oh. yeah, right down the, here. Yeah, right there, and on the driver's side is the same. And also spot on there. Oh, look yeah. right down here. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. So what's going on right here? I don't know. What's, fuel what's tank. particularly interesting I find about this one is it's a three-speed manual, three mm-hmm. on the tree. It is a three on the tree. Oh yeah. Oh, it was the sixties and as a truck. Look at this. Look at this down here. Ooh, that is. If I'm not mistaken, this. This era is a full-time four-wheel drive, so your top speed is going to be about forty-five miles an hour. They had like one hundred and ten horsepower out of that copy of a Chevy Stove Bolt Six. <laughs> Look at this. This side has got the tin worm yeah. all over it. Yeah. Oh, that one yes. is so way too close to me. Time is coming. We have seen the beasts. Now it is yeah. FMK time. Uh, uh, I mean, yes, I already have my decision. Yeah. Uh, F the Triumph, because I've never kept a rally car for more than one rally. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you just get rid of them immediately. I've seen you enough. Go away. Uh, kill the Riviera, because it's already dead. Uh, you can't beat a dead horse. And then definitely marry the, the... I have a 100 series Land Cruiser. So it would be nice to have its grandpa in my driveway also. Yeah, that's Like I said, sh- it's... Far too close. <laughs> <laughs> Far too affordable, I guess. Yeah, uh, well, it was the other thing 5500 for that one. Yeah, and I live in Wisconsin, so I, I don't care about rust. It's Everything's rusted, so you don't care about rust when everything's rusted. There are no uh, it's cars. nice when things aren't rusted, though. All right, does anyone want to share um, their FMK? I mean, I'm ready for mine. I'm for it, Jeff. very similar. I would, I would F the Land Cruiser... I would crush the Riv and I would marry the, uh, the, the Triumph. The problem, okay. The problem is, is that the, the Triumph is a terrible rally car. It's it might be. Bring no, that's a good one. That's not true. That's not true at all. It's the opposite. Okay, there's a scale. The more pain you're in, <laughs> right. the more points you get. Okay, right, the right, less, right. Now. The more comfortable you're in. Like when people show up, like I got a van, I'm sorry, you're losing. You're not okay, but, but, okay, but a okay. rusty, a rusty three on the tree, four by four with no roof. With no roof, man, you are top three. No matter what, I'm going to make you top three. Chrissy, I babe rallied Miracle the Miata. Two hundred dollars. Rallied a Miata too. That yeah, but that's not the point. It, it's it's the Miata. Okay. Uh, Chrissy, Chrissy's point about it's a it's a terrible rally car because. It's not going to make it to the first checkpoint. You're going to walk into O'Reilly's and they're going to go, a what? <laughs> There's, they have some parts. Uh, like, yeah. But the, the second car that I rallied when I was still rallying was a, a midget, an MG midget. And uh, my friend Kevin and I, who I do all the rallies. For, with, for uh, reference for our listeners who may not be familiar with, uh, with your impressive stature, how tall are you? Yeah. So I'm 6'2". Kevin is 6'1". Uh, so we call her, and I was, I weighed like 50 more pounds then. And so when Eric first met us, he just kept on calling us the luxury sized gentleman. Nice. Uh, and we were just crammed <laughs> into this little MG the whole time. Okay. Uh, so okay. 
it was uh it was terrifying that was a steve rally we drove from minnesota to monterey to canada and back to monterey it was the worst idea i've ever had it was yeah. a lot of fun but holy cow yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had a I rotating would... yellow light on the back so people wouldn't hit us that's awesome <laughs> i would marry that triumph because yeah. i yeah, yeah i, I, think that I can push it most of the way to work it'd be great and uh i honestly i think i would um f the land cruiser just for pure pain but the but Again, it's a 68 Buick Riviera, you know, it's just, it's, it's a 60 small block V8. I bet, I bet you could just dump a little oil in it and squirt some starting fluid and it would run. It's well, just after you put it back together. I, it's yeah. I think you need to put it together. Right. It depends on when the rally is that, in relation to exactly when we're buying the car. I'm so assuming how, I don't have time much time. Do I have? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. So looking at this, the engine compartment of the Triumph, there's some wonky stuff going on in there. Yes, and drier ducting, as, as indicated by the <laughs> Triumph badge on the yeah. hood. Some of that I mean, stuck. I mean, that's that's the best British Leyland could do in 1980s. Well, we got some dry ducting. <laughs> that's a, probably. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and um, 1980 is like the worst year for this. Like, yeah. That's oh, definitely, yeah. yeah. All right. They only turned out four cars that day. <laughs> I got to ask the question though. When we said you take it on a rally, does it have to be the Alaska rally or is it any rally? Because that oh, would no, change my answer. Either of them would do well on either rally. Like, uh, if it, you know, what? go ahead. I'm sorry. No, if if basically the the Riviera gets killed because it's not appropriate for either one. I don't want it forever, and I don't. I can't take it on the rally. It's not done. So I got to decide between the Triumph and the Land Cruiser. If it's the Alaska rally, I'm taking the Land Cruiser because. It, whatever things might get in the Al, way Al can't and, highly. Yep. and chance actually small chance of parts better than the tr anywhere up there and it'll probably get fixed with a rock on the side of the road <laughs> yeah, the old and and you can like sleeping bags are pretty good you could just like yeah. zip up in yeah. a sleeping bag well, and it's got enough ground clearance you sleep under it and you're mm-hmm. in the rain um and then and, and keeps the bears away from you <clears throat> totally so then I guess that's, and that would leave the triumph as, as the M, but if, if it's not an Alaska rally, then I'm taking the triumph on the rally and, uh, and I'd probably hang on to the land cruiser just to do some silly things. Yeah. The triumph is a good fall failure rally car for sure. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I mean, according to our scoring matrix, you get a bunch of points for being British, but you would also for the Land Cruiser, you would also get a bunch of points from being from the 60s. So it, they would kind of offset each other uh, points-wise. Who's trying to win? Uh, there's people. <laughs> yeah. Was that part of the part of the choose on this? Uh... Yeah, sure. for me. And, and I just, you know, I have a Land Cruiser. I just want more Land Cruisers. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't you just you complaining about people, having too many MPs? People will start giving them to you. They're, oh, I've got this Land Cruiser. Mm-hmm. Come get yeah. it. It's free. Just well, ride me with a Land Cruiser. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah. I can turn into Andy B. DeRothy with a envelope factory full of cars. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so yeah, this is all on Racing Junk. RacingJunk.com. You can uh, post your ads for free there. Uh, this is the slightly sponsored section, so hopefully they don't mind the wiener in the background. Uh, RacingJunk.com. You can post everything for free. You can look for free if you want to have multiple pictures in your ad. What is it? Mental $19? 
Oh yeah, the they just membership. they just had a they just had a sale. Yeah, and you just, yeah, Be, become a, a member. And you for the ads. Pay for the better ad. Right. Yeah. And, then, and then once you've done that, you could take the ads off of yours while you're scrolling through. Oh, that would be cool to have. Oh, that would be cool to have. Yeah. Definitely make more money. Check it out. Racingjunk.com. Let's move on to listener feedback. We have listeners and they don't like our jokes. Okay. On the YouTube and <laughs> the Toe Pig episode, AJ said that Zardoz bit had a real last skit on saturday night live vibe to it i feel like that's a compliment thanks <laughs> i don't know which way that goes uh michael k added <laughs> that uh, he had a lot done he had done a lot of the consideration when he bought his latest tow vehicle two options were a pickup plus enclosed trailer or one ton van or and open trailer he decided to the, on the pickup because the truck is more useful as a home remodeling slash engine slash motorcycle hauler when not towing the enclosed and the enclosed becomes an extra one car garage true yep now even after that he needed to upgrade after a few years and it continued on when i upgraded my 2015 f-250 from my 1995 c2500 the primary reasons for the integrated brake controller we talked a lot about that with pretty good built-in sway control and sadly the extra mass of the truck works much better when towing the 8500 9500 high frontal area trailer so no more getting blown around when semis pass you and there's a crosswind, which is a very real consideration stability when you're towing something. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and finally on Facebook, Andrew S shared his Subaru Crosstrek tow pig. He was hauling the car formerly known as the Mercurian Falcon. Well, at least what was left of it, which has, it had no drivetrain doors, hood or fenders. So quote, it was totally safe to tow to Zap Rowdazer's dad's barn for the winter. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's about right. Uh, one more shot to AJ. AJ, I think that definitely it was a little, the Zardoz joke was a little tired, slow, and misunderstood. I think that's a totally the last episode, the last sketch of Saturday Night Live. So, you know who always stays up to see the last sketch? All right, well, how about this? You know who always goes to bed after Weekend Update? Maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably close. <laughs> Chrissy's oh, mom does because yeah. she's got better things to do. That's I say, to wait around. You know who's always as good as the opening monologue from a veteran oh. like Steve Martin? Wow, that's a compliment. Yeah, that's oh. very nice. Chrissy's mom. Oh, hi, Chrissy's hi, mom. mom. Hi. Those cookie bribes. <laughs> Pretty much. All right, someone do the next part. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, everybody, thank you so much for joining us. This is actually a bit overdue, but our guest is obviously jeff stobbs rally master extraordinaire he is the one that actually made these and i do not wish to disparage your predecessor because he is a friend but uh certainly you know less mean and more yeah, <laughs> yeah. like i mean I did, yeah. yeah i did all the Steve rallies and you gotta be those were hardcore. <laughs> yeah. and, and it's not like Steve, Steve would drive across the, the country whole when he could, when he could fly, he would drive from new England to Texas to do the rally and then drive someplace else. So he, 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 he wasn't being like Ellen mean. He just thinks no. that's how people live. That's how people yeah, live. Yeah. 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 That's a, that's a great way to put it. I never yeah. really thought about it that way. Yeah. So, so you are currently the rally master of lemons, but that's not all that most people know about you. Um, why don't you begin with a little bio? Tell, tell the world oh. what they want to know about you. 
Well, I mean, you know, uh, we could do it, but we didn't do any research. So, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I'm a bad Google search anyway. So, uh, I mean, I grew up in San Diego, so it's really easy to get into car culture back there. Uh, my friend Marie and her brother Will had a uh, 1965 Mustang that their dad put like a boat carburetor on. So it was just absolutely awful and never worked. <laughs> so uh, that was a good time. Uh, and then uh, in 2016, my buddy Kevin emailed me and said, we're doing this. And I said, we can't afford 24 hours of lemons. We can't afford a race car. And he said, no, you idiot. There's a rally now. And uh, so that's how I got involved in that. Uh, the first car that we rallied was a uh, Cadillac Eldorado Broham with the diesel in it. Uh, nice. Yeah. Uh, so we he drove that from North Dakota uh, to Monterey. And then we did the entire, he picked me up at the airport. We did the entire rally. And then um, on the way back to North Dakota, uh, the Eldorado got sent to Valhalla and uh, was towed away after the, the engine block cracked. So that was kind of started the tradition of making the cars go away uh, after, after the rally. <laughs> then we rallied the MG Midget, which we uh, ended up selling to uh, now the Crawford business, or excuse me, Crawford Museum, uh, like, uh, Go ahead, mental. Well, I was going to say, it wasn't that after you got, after you rear-ended somebody. I didn't, okay, I was asleep, okay? And Kevin had decided <laughs> to use a cane, a cane from a truck stop as the cruise control. Kevin also- There's so no fail in this plan. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, yeah. he just left it in there. So Kevin also grew up in the middle of nowhere, Iowa. Like, his parents owned a pig farm. Like, so he's really good at gravel roads. But you put him on a freeway, and he's just like the tailgate champion. So uh, we rammed into the back of a uh, Dodge Avenger. And I'm pretty sure that they, because the brakes didn't really work when we left. Uh, we almost drove off the side of PCH a couple times. Uh, but no, we're, pretty no sure, we're, we're pretty sure that he brake checked him to get in the accident. Because the guy's like, oh, I just got in an accident last week. And we're like, okay. So we ended up putting it back together, removing the hood, getting a radiator from a Cadillac that we ratchet strapped to the front of the MG. And then I realigned the headlights with rocks that I found at the truck stop. Uh, so we taped it all back together and then we drove from Seattle down to Monterey and uh, ended up finishing the rally. And uh, like I said, the director of the Crawford Automotive Museum uh, and Aviation Museum, Bradley Brownell bought it from us for $300. Uh, then it got driven around California for a while, and I kept on getting tickets for toll violations. Uh, and because it was on the back, he Bradley didn't retag it. We've had no, Bradley, 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 never drove like four times. Yeah. And never oh told my oh, goodness, that's, that's funny. Yeah, so I just, I just like, dude, can you take the plate off, man? Come on. Um, nope. <laughs> and then I think he, I think the, the guy who runs a Porsche Punks page might have bought it for a while, and and, and now it's lost to the wind. Uh, so after the MG experience, we ran a 28-foot limo that we painted like the car from Initial D. Uh, it only had second and third gear. Uh, also, it was it, I bought a carbon monoxide detector, and I thought it was broken because it kept on going off in the back yeah, of the smart limo. Oh, <laughs> good my move. goodness. Yeah, yeah. This thing's and definitely faulty. What? And my kid, yeah, so my kid it keeps like, beeping and making me dizzy and yeah, nauseous. My kid was like 11 and he loved riding in the back. Um, and so then I was like, well, I'll take the one from the house. And I threw it in there and it started beeping. So we made some decisions and no one was allowed in the back uh, to, during during the rally in the back of there. Wow. Uh, so those were our those were our three big rallies. I guess the uh, the limo got the most traction, I guess, on social media. 
because the roadkill guys were doing the rally at the same time. And uh, we just had decided once we found out that they were going like, I'm going to beat the guy in flip-flops. Like, I don't care what I have to do. We're beating the guy in flip-flops. Like, I, don't, I don't care. <laughs> so we were, and during that rally, I actually got a lemons rally tattoo in Buffalo uh, while Kevin wow. drove around in the limo getting checkpoints. So, and that was only worth 150 points, which is kind of screwed up. I think the, the tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still on. It's permanent. No, no. The, well, I, 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 I didn't realize the tattoo was, was part of it was, the, uh, it was fortuitous. That, yeah. Uh, that I mean, not get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could have gotten worse things, but still, but, right? I mean, I'm already kind of covered in tattoos. So I was like, yeah, what's one more? And uh, you should ask Jeff like, about his tattoo story. No, we don't need that. <laughs> okay, <time>. fine. <laughs> I'll ask you at a race sometime. That's true. Yes. That's and fine. Steve was just kind of like, big deal, man. And like, just gave us 150 points, and that was the end of it. And I was like, I thought that would do a lot better. Yeah, had you been running the Lemons Rally? Oh, yeah, you, you, you've won hands down. And Steve was yeah. like, well, did you give it to yourself with a ballpoint yeah, exactly, needle yeah. and a like, ink yeah, pen? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's like, that's, that's my rally history. And uh, Eric Rude and I, when did we start hanging out? Um, probably the next Moscow that I dressed up like Napoleon for the whole time. Uh, we, <laughs> we started hanging Napoleon. out. Yeah. And we just kind of started helping out with the rally. Like I helped with registration and some other stuff. And uh, Eric and I have just become really good friends uh, over the years. Actually. It's, it's kind of strange when you spend this, I mean, we probably have a thousand hours of, a, of with each other in a car, just sitting next to each other in the middle of nowhere. So you learn a lot. A about lot. Each other. Yeah. Like a lot, a lot. So you know, that- I ended up, is this your vision? No, that's Max's. Um, oh, that's Max. Okay. Oh yeah, no, yeah. no. This, yeah, this was yours is yellow- way uglier even before that. Started. Yeah, this is this is 2017. Uh, so that's when Steve was doing media. So that was just like blurry images from a flip phone. Yeah. Uh, nice. <laughs> nice. I, yeah. I, I'm searching uh, Lemons Rally hashtag Lemons Rally on Instagram. Um, yeah. you, you can find a lot of pictures there from all the Lemons Rallies. Just yeah. trying to give your social media a shout out here. Yeah, it's a well. Not only do we take photos, we've gotten rid of the mascots, which uh, you know some people are very upset about. I'm sorry, Steph, but oh, um, uh, yeah, we didn't we didn't okay. know about it, so we worked hard on the one that Chris just went on. We, he yeah, a mantle over there. And, well, uh, yeah. and did you ban them or you just didn't make them mandatory? You still, you still can have one. I, I go ahead and add it in pictures, but we realized, hey, this is a thing about cars. And all we do is get like weird picture, blurry pictures of people driving by the checkpoint uh, with their, you know, their mascot held out the right, window. You're right. Yeah, that makes sense. It was convenient for some things that were really hard to get the car up near. You take a picture yeah. and back it off and then you go up nearby just to make sure yeah. you got it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you guys did a good job on the rally. I, I enjoyed your car. Uh, I really like Dave Carpenter's, but only because I had a friend with a Cressida and we used to just like tune that everywhere in San Diego. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, That's what you do I with like the Cressida. At one point on the rally, another team, we were stopped talking with the guys with all the air cooled Volkswagens and they were, they, they mentioned Dave to himself. It's like, hey, do you guys know there's a guy that races these in Lemons? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I said, yeah, the uh, guy's a jerk. I hear he's <laughs> a like, stunning, no. good-looking fellow. Yeah, he had really good posts too because it was just him eating food, watching you work on your car. Yeah, that's, that's what we do. That's what we do. That's a, that's a, a thing. Tradition. Tradition. Yep. Yeah, it would just be 
helping. And I was like, yeah, that's really funny. So I, every time he did that, I gave extra points for that. And maybe that's, <laughs> that's the best way to get points is make us laugh. There you yeah. go. So yeah, so we we actually we will, link, all we will met. actually link a story in our show notes that Bradley Brownell wrote for Jalopnik about buying your midget. So, yeah, that was a bad choice on his part. He thought horses <laughs> were bad. Well, the yeah. the entitled I think the title of it is "What Do I Do with This Dumb Three Hundred Dollar NG I Bought?" <laughs> yeah, yeah it was weird right. too because we had just won like this that like an award from Moss Motors and like they were all like these you know, famous British car people that I had no idea who they were because they were like 70. I was like, I don't know who you are, but thank you. And so we like do this big dramatic sale and it was for $300. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it was a crashed midget mm -hmm. that was yep, put yep. together. Again, I believe you said with rocks. Yeah, those headlights. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's so. official's name was Bridget the Midget. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Thank you. I did remember that. How they say that. <laughs> So uh, we actually all kind of met on cross-country rallies. We were doing the Babe Rally, the Big Apple to Big Easy, which is oh, okay. previous to Lemons, and ended up getting into Lemons because we won the Workburg and promised to do it, uh, the Babe Rally, a Lemons race, and the Grassroots Motorsports Challenge all in the same car. Ooh. So we, we – ooh. Which was – Yeah. That was terrible. Yeah, yeah, terrible. <laughs> Oof. that's a that's yeah okay that, yeah that's <laughs> wacky so well i wanted to you say made, was you, you made a choice <laughs> yeah. the choice made us i should say yeah. um yeah. My, my favorite rally cars that so here's some of the some of the machines that i've rallied in we we, we did the wartburg um we did a uh a sob nine eighty five sob nine hundred notch nice very that cool. was nice that was very cool everyone everyone saw sob people were like that's worth so much money after the rally couldn't find any of those suckers yeah mm. <laughs> um I, I did it i bought a 200 miata i had an e30 and the bane of my existence a 73 lincoln continental Triple green. <laughs> I literally have a Lincoln Continental shirt. Oh. <laughs> my oh. one of my favorite cars I ever had was a seven. It, uh, it almost oh, it, it killed part of Jeff's soul. It, it broke six it. times yeah, between Staten Island up. and Virginia the first day. Yeah, I blew terrible. mine up all over Missouri. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just we're all up and down the East Coast is what, and up and down, right? Yes, down. Yeah, and then yeah. Because we up. drove it home. We were stupid. We kept our cars. And that no, was I an always error. drove them home, but then they just had to go. Yeah. Oh, that, no. well. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And mm. I lived in Minnesota at the time, so we were driving to dumb places. Yeah. A lot. You just, they just go to live on a farm. You sign the title, yeah. you take yeah. the plates, you leave that on the side of the road. Good. Uh, we did that with the Fiero, actually. Yes, um, yeah, sure. was like legit did that with the Fiero. Live on a farm. Yes, like, yeah. there, Behind... there may not have been a Cadillac in Arizona. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yep, that I'm happened. Even familiar with the truck stop that it's at. <laughs> <laughs> I think ours was behind a, a hotel. Stop. That's that's private. Next property. to a dumpster, yeah. dumpster behind a hotel is what we did. <laughs> ours. Yeah, that's where ours yeah. is. Motel Six in Louisiana. Yeah. Oh, right. Actually, yes. I do. I can't get the article to pull up because Jalopnik got you know completely Rick sold, yeah. sold again, sold again. Bags. But I am going to do this real quick. So this is going to be a terrible share, which the Ooh. participant has disabled. Oh, I, I had sharing open. I thought. Hold on, let me get there. Advanced sharing <laughs> options. But All we do participants can share. 
Go ahead. All now right. try again. Yeah, try one. Try try a fourth time. All right. Here we go. It, uh, this is the picture uh, post. Uh, yeah, I think it's before the rally, but uh, yeah. Oh, that's behind Santa Cruz. So um, the one that's in the upper right hand corner. Yeah, this that's guy. that's at the last checkpoint. So or the last night. So that's what we <laughs> stayed at this incredibly overpriced hotel in Santa Cruz. And we were just so tired. I was like, you just want to sleep outside. Uh, people were nice enough to give us a room, but I just didn't want to pay for a room. We had four hours until we had to leave. Yeah, it's just <laughs> wasting money, really. You're just renting a shower at that point, which you could have pretty much borrowed from somebody else. Yeah. yeah. All just, right. So you, know, you participated. Mm -hmm. How did you get in charge of these rallies? Well, like I said, I, I became friends with Eric. Uh, and then Kim and we know he has no friends. Uh, he has a so. lot. It's so many friends, so many more than me. He's always like, I'm going to bring my friend Alan to judge. And I'm like, oh, okay. He's, he's, a, re he's a respected person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's the beard. Uh, and, and the mellifluous, deep baritone voice. I was going to say, yeah, yeah it's definitely. that or his Midwestern sensibility. Uh, it's it's all of these Un, things. His unflappable, That's... even keel Midwestern <laughs> sensibility. Yeah. Uh, so Kim had me start working for races. Uh, and then Eric and I just started hanging out and I just, uh, route 66, I had my Lincoln continental on and, uh, the front seat was gone. So I could like sleep in it while I was driving. That's actually the only part of the Lincoln I still have. Well, sorry, what, what? You're, you were sleeping while you were, no, driving. excuse me during, during the event, Eric was sleeping while I was driving, but it turned out to be a great photo car. Uh, so we were able to ride. Yeah. Yeah. And I would just hold on to his pants. While he leaned out from the back seat, <laughs> yeah, and we got some great photos. Uh, so I think that's that's probably where we bonded the most. So uh, re racing and just everything car related is really just who you make friends with. Uh, it's the weirdest job on the planet to get. I don't. I'm still not sure how I'm here, uh, but hopefully they still like me. <laughs> done a few of these, I can absolutely say that the. Uh, all the participants really, and I'm not pumping up your ego. Everyone <laughs> likes you that shows up at the events. I hope so. I try to be nice. I try not to like slip into that army mentality where I'm just like, you're an idiot. Stop being an idiot. Well, uh, actually, but in, a, in this circle, it's, it's kind of a compliment, helps. you know, wow, yeah. you're an idiot. Uh, that's yeah. impressive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, yeah. Three, yeah. I mean, three 250 best... pound guys in a bench seat on an F on, on a diesel Dodge. You guys are idiots. That was awful. Welcome, yeah, yeah. When, when the best thing you can shout to somebody as they drive by an 11's paddock is like poorly done. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah. I always say, uh, you know, poor job. Like when, you know, you congratulate them for winning and some of the people who aren't like in lemons, like look at you, like offended. <laughs> You're like, no, that's a good thing. I promise. <laughs> <That's a good laughs> thing. The worst thing to yell at somebody is five hundred dollars car my ass. You know, somebody yeah, drives yeah. through in a Corvette and you're like, ah. Well, you have or, a good time with that. Or because we yeah, have whatever real racer. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh with the rally though, it's, it's uh we just to be clear, because you have to be street legal, the the five hundred dollar it's the spirit of the five hundred dollar car, not the actual five hundred dollar car. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we I can't imagine that we have anybody who doesn't know exactly what a lemons rally is, but can you give us like the three sentence mission statement or description as you see it? Because I think that's important. We can all read the website, but tell yeah. us what you see it as. Uh, when I cold call whatever place I want to start at, I always just explain that it's a crap camp scavenger hunt across the United States. And that seems to make it work. 
you know, because when you use the word rally for a lot of people, they think like, you know, WRC or group B, that's, that's what they imagine. And they're like, well, why do you want to be in my parking lot? Well, it's like, no, that's, that's not exactly what it is. Uh, so I just, it's, it's more just a scavenger hunt with a car. I think that's the the best way to describe mm-hmm. the women's rally. Mm-hmm. Great. And uh, how might ma- not make it? They, these yeah, are usually probably. questions we ask rude, but we're going to test you anyway. <laughs> how many are on the schedule? Uh, and tell us about the schedule. What's new? What's special? What's different? So there's six on the schedule this year. Uh, Rude and I try to push for more, but we were unable to. Uh, Jay promised back in t- the, the new and exciting would be Jay promised during the pandemic uh, to have an Alaska rally. And so we are we've we've done that. That's going to happen this year. It's sold out. It's sold out in it's the Immediate, first rally. Right? Uh, yeah. It took about pretty fast. OK. Yeah. So it's the first rally we've put a cap on. And that's just because the logistics of going to Alaska. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I literally, because I have like my news feed, including Alaska, and there was literally two people killed by a polar bear today. So, and because what, of what the could weather, go wrong with this? Yeah. And no because polar of the weather, or grizzly? Because I feel like it was a polar bear. It was it was farther up north, but because of the weather, they cannot recover the bodies right now. And the police had to explain to everyone that uh, if you could just hold on to them for a little while, that'd be so, so, so the question is, what's worse, getting yeah. killed by a polar bear or being so far up north, they're like, just let your body stay there. That's fine. Yeah, it's really just, it seemed just uh, Dominic Cordell, Julian Cordell's brother has been helping us with it. It just, unless you're like in the Fairbanks, Anchorage area, the rest of Alaska is like that. And that's where we're going. Uh, so okay. that's, okay. yep. So that's why we limited it. That's, and that's why and I places asked about the hotels, even like, where do you put everybody up in all these terrible oh, cars? Is so we, we recommend a ride too. So like, uh, it's not mandatory. It's worth a lot of points. <laughs> 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 and apparently there's a great hot dog place at the end of it. So, oh, uh, wow. Yeah. Well, you would Sold. know, right? You your, your back it. backdrop would be. Yeah, <laughs> your, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a good hot dog place at the end of it. Uh, so th- so those are called inadvisable checkpoints. Uh, so those are the ones where if you really want to have like an 18 hour day, like go ahead and go to that place and have an 18 hour day. You know, if you want to roll in at like seven o'clock and come eat dinner with me that, you know, don't do that one. Right. And so you, you, you know, for the truly sadomasochistic, you've still got that flavor for them. And I, I was asking up at the bears because where you're doing the rally, not so much polar bear country, but certainly grizzly country. Definitely. Uh, if we're really actually, we're more concerned about moose. Uh, we've been oh, reading yeah. a lot of article about moose. More uh, people and, die in Alaska yeah. from moose attacks than they do from bear attacks. Yeah. Like I would say, I mean, uh, and we it says it in the waiver and it says it on the website like this is going to be the toughest one it's not going to be the longest one by any means uh world tour of texas uh that hell crawl was the longest one yeah uh but this one's going to be the toughest one for sure yeah and so were you on that world tour was that the cimarron or the other one that didn't make it he was yes. on the texas rat no yes. that was texas rattle traps texas oh, world right. tour was Steve's last one, and he oh. just found a bunch of towns in Texas with like international names, and they oh, did like the Paris, perimeter. Texas. They did the perimeter of Texas. It was insane. There were cars that were so slow that mathematically they could not complete the day. I and, and, oh. and we, I remember we had every bit uh. of weather. The 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 it was right after MSR Houston. We left, drove into a sleet storm. 
And yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, and then my, <laughs> you know, and then uh, tornado warnings when we were up near the panhandle, and then roasting when we started getting back close. To, you know, but we, yeah, it started in Houston, and damn if we did not do. I, it was, uh, it was damn near. It was over two thousand miles. I want to say it was. It was like twenty six hundred. It was. Like it, yeah, was, it, was oh, it was. Jesus. Insane. <laughs> <was a> lot. <laughs> what car did you bring on that one, mental? That was the, I, I was with Donnie and Steph in the, uh, the Cimarron on that one. Oh, that was the Cimarron? Yeah, that was. And then, and then we had the, uh, the, the follow-up with the failed Cadillac rally car. Yeah, I know, right? That's I what I got. a small fortune replacing everything on that car, but the alternator. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was getting confused. Yeah, uh, someone owns the Cimarron now. Uh, oh, uh, uh, yeah, Jason. Uh, yeah, Jason does. Yeah, start yeah, he's yeah, he's in the uh, i racing league, and my understanding is he's got plates on it and he's driving it every day. I, yeah. That that is still oh. an obnoxiously good car. Yeah, it's a nice car. Yeah, uh, you, you all are crazy if you think a Cadillac Cimarron. What was it? An eighty eight, eighty something like it's that. It's a it's a five eighty six with brown velour interior. It mm-hmm. I no no like no. It was fantastic. Oh. It is not a nice car. Yeah. <laughs> as, as model year is equivalent to its really horsepower nice. too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, totally. It was great. Oh boy. Uh, so we're, we're talking an RPM red line. Uh-uh. Yeah. So so we're talking cars here. Um we've talked a lot about some of the cars here. What do you think that the teams should be doing? I don't know, to their cars, to their before they go on a rally. Like, okay, so I bought a slag. Mm-hmm. What do I do to make it rally eligible? Not eligible. Rally survivable. It, survivable? Maybe. Yeah. Survivable is questionable for everyone. I mean, if you bring a car that looks like it's going to last, like, you know, I'm not going to be a huge fan of it. Uh, you know, you know, people show up in Camrys and I'm like, I mean, I'm glad that you're there and it's exciting, but you're probably not going to win anything unless you do something absolutely hilarious. Um, Get a tattoo. Cut off. Yeah, I'm gonna tattoo. I mean, yeah, cut, cut off the roof. The roof. Oh, Make yeah. it a bathtub. Uh, yeah, on the uh, last fall failure, there was a team that um, they had their grandma's Buick, and they cut a hole in the roof and then made it like a sliding shutter out of the metal that was left over. That was oh, fantastic. that's interesting. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sure, right. I mean, water- so watertight. Yeah. So, so I think oh. what you're saying is the level of preparation or damage or decoration is like inversely proportional to the Correct. ability for the car to finish the rally. I would say in my experience, and the race is getting back towards it. But when I first started with the races, I had the feeling that theme had become significantly less important. And I, it's coming back now. But uh, with the rally theme and how dumb your car is will always be the most important thing. Uh, a good example is Team Punchraft. They had the mini minivan. Uh, that uh, they, was the... they, they just sold it. And a local yeah. radio station had a headline that said, the ugliest car in the state has left the state. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was actually on a website called, uh, it was Minnesota shittest, not shittiest. They spelled shittiest. It said Minnesota <laughs> shittest cars. Uh, it was it was on there all the time, uh, but what I don't know if you're familiar with it, but they had no, no. Please, GM- please describe it because even if we know, our yeah. listeners don't. They had cut up a GMC van, uh, and then cut the body off of a Mini Cooper, and then welded the van onto the top of the Mini Cooper. But there was still a lot of Mini Cooper body left, 
So like there were all these just random holes cut into hoods and stuff. So like Drew could refill the power steering or change the coolant. Uh, and when it ran on the first rally, there was so much overhang in the back uh, that they had to like put, they just kept on like cutting it up and up and up. So it would be able to just they go posted on their Instagram. Like they'd be on the freeway and you would just hear. Yeah. And you just watch sparks. Yeah. Metzl, do you remember yeah. the Instagram? I'll look for it. No, I, I, it's, team punch it's, 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 yeah, it's out there. Um, we're, we're going to put a uh, hashtag or a link to just searching hashtag lemons rally, which if that's not on your Instagram, you're missing out. Cause there's some yeah. classic, classic stuff in there. That's how we, the, the Boba Fett's vet. That was awesome. Yeah. Tom, Tom did a great job with that. Uh, yeah, but Drew and Leah, they, man, they bring some bad cars. They made a bus out of a Nissan pickup. Like it's, they do some bad, they just horrible, horrible cars. Yeah, so that's on the last rally. Uh, yeah, the the bus I, out of the pickup they themed as the Muppets van. I saw the yeah. article that talked about being the ugliest. There it is. So yeah, long, yeah. the ugliest car in Minnesota just drove away to Michigan. Yeah, they're 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 my one of my favorite couples on the the rally for sure. Uh, at the end of the Great River Road Rally, they threw a party. Uh, at one of the pizza places and some of the people showed up and that was a good time. Uh, it's hard to throw an event at the end of the rally because a lot of people just want to go home. Yeah, <laughs> or I, don't don't blame, don't, I don't blame them. Yeah, uh, you can't blame them. It's uh, you're just so tired. <laughs> ah, that is some epic, epic stuff. Um, so we, we talked about prepping the car and then uh, you definitely like you're talking about themes and that kind of stuff. But um, what's the what's the quickest way to get under your skin with an attitude if they show up at a rally uh so you mean in a negative way or absolutely yeah well, no, no, well actually, you know what give us both. give us both what's what you like you okay. walk up and go i love this people uh well i mean i might i i know like i'm a tall bald guy but i've i always like improv so if you have good bits and you make good jokes i you're, i'm always going to be a fan uh just hand down just like the 24 hours of lemons, the race series, uh, safety violations are just, it's a, it's a hard line, uh, on the first route 66, someone decided to post themselves drinking while driving. Uh, so that wristband got pulled immediately. It's just not there. That, that is the way to get under my skin. You can be mean, you can call me stupid. Uh, but if you affect others, uh, inside of the rally, or if you're just, you know, doing super extra stupid stuff, uh, that's the way to uh, negatively get under my skin for sure. Stupid illegal stuff. Yeah, T legal stupid stuff is fantastic. <laughs> stupid, stupid illegal stuff is uh, just. Yeah, they haven't been you, back. <laughs> you you are exposing the organization to liability, and everyone who listens to the show loves the organization. We, we yeah. yeah. Not so only that, but dying's not cool, and killing someone's even worse. Like, yeah, you know. They were in a big B body, like they could have done some damage. It was, uh, uh, it's something that I watch out for. Like if I, if I were to see you drinking somewhere at lunch, I'm pulling your wristband. You're done. Uh, that's just, it's, you know, uh, the, you know, our track is hot until we're done for the night. Makes sense. Yeah, that's nice. that's, that's great. Practice. That's, that's excellent. Good. Good. Uh, right, so how about get on this... your good side? Yeah. Like you said, you did say that yeah. Yeah. stupid cars. Uh, dress up like an idiot. Stay in the same costume the whole time. And <laughs> works great. That's excellent. Now, we in, like in, costumes. 
I yeah. got sick of my jorts by the end of the weekend. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Were they yeah. my jorts or did you have? Did no, I, I had my own jorts. Okay. I saw oh, one pair of jorts, jorts for a whole rally. It's like, oof. Yeah, yeah, the, like we, we started this with an entire bit about, you know, yeah, you know, when I'm done with a rally car, it's gone. I'm, I'm sending it to the great beyond or it blows up on the way home. There's a lot of people, maybe they don't have space for a junker car or time to work on one. What are some if, if you're not trying to win at all costs, which is probably the wrong attitude anyway, what are some other ways folks can get in and do a lemons rally? Well, we, this uh, last year, we opened up a rental car class. Uh, so the sketchier the rental agency, the more points you get, uh, you get oh. points for mismatched tires. Uh, you get points for, you know, just having a good story. Uh, Cause we realized that like mental said, just not everyone can. And, and some people are intimidated by working on cars, but they like driving. Um, and so that's not like we, I don't feel like that's a requirement we need to have. If, if you're uncomfortable with working on cars, not only is there like a good community and people will follow you around and help you, uh, just bringing a normal car, as long as you stick the theme and do a bunch of funny, dumb stuff, like I'm going to be rooting for you. And run parts for the people who break. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Bob from NSF racing, uh, he, during the, uh, no Southern heat rallies. Yeah, well, actually, you did because he brought a Pan America uh, car that he ran in the '90s, and it just leaked wow. oil everywhere inside the cabin. But he stayed in his <laughs> air-conditioned expedition and followed them around the entire rally. So, <laughs> oh, all right. I never went onto the trailer, but he was just like, "Yeah, I don't want to be in there." So he stuck his daughter in there and one of his friends. Uh, he actually won the "With Friends Like These, Who Needs Enemies?" award. <laughs> there you go. Why is his name escaping me? The, the, the guy from Dallas, Texas, he's, he's not keen on racing, but he's always shows Aaron? up with something. Aaron. Uh, uh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, he Andy, always has something fun. Yeah. Uh, there's uh Instagram name is uh, Fort Kickass. Uh, I there like those guys yes. a lot. Yeah. Because, yeah. because nothing can hurt you at Fort Kickass and uh, yeah, like yeah. They, they donated one to a uh, camp for uh, kids that were, you know, whose uh, parents were killed in, in law enforcement and that kind of stuff. He's, he's done some, and he has shown up with some really, really great cars and he doesn't like, I think he likes wrenching on them in his garage. He does not like fixing them on the side of the road. No, definitely not. Uh, but it's there are a good lot of Fort Kickasses on Instagram. <laughs> Yeah, probably. <laughs> Not surprised. I, I, I'll recognize him. So yeah, but we can keep talking about this one. Uh, so cool. we got the yeah the different ways. Who's who's got the next question? While I'm looking this up, uh, lessons learned on the way. So I'm like, what what have you learned along the way if you're doing this these rally stuff? Whether it was you doing it yourself, watching yeah. other people make mistakes. I mean. What, what can our listeners learn from the mistakes of others? Because we're all about learning from them, learning from our mistakes, and we make Yeah. Uh, well, it's, you know, it's it's nice to have participated in a rally, and now I plan the rallies. Uh, one thing I learned is that people don't want to drive 900 miles a day. Uh, well, some people do. Like, 20% of rally participants do. And I'm one of them. But... Uh, I, it's fun to socialize with these idiots who are also doing idiotic things uh, across the United States. Yeah. Yeah. Or like Jim Forbes. I mean, his brother, David, he's run a few rallies. Like he is part of the team that helped the black hole, uh, map the black hole. Like these are like, we have it just like the races, like incredibly intelligent people that you never would have met, uh, without a common love of really dumb cars. Uh, so 
shortening the days and allow Eric and I decided to shorten the days and just allowing that social aspect to kind of like happen organically. Uh, that's probably the biggest lesson is that, yeah, these, the death marches definitely like, it's a badge of honor, but like I said, I was in the army, like you do dumb stuff for medals. Like it doesn't, it didn't, it didn't, it doesn't really help you in life. It didn't get me more friends or anything like that. Uh, but you know, the people, the people you meet along the way are, are really what the, the resources though. Um, what else? Mistakes. No one changes their fuel pump. Change your fuel pump, uh, fuel filter, fuel filters and fuel pumps, bring fuel pumps, bring fuel filters. Also all the fuel pumps that they sell at O'Reilly's, uh, they're partially gravity fed. So they have to be lower than the fuel tank. Otherwise you're going to burn it out over and over again. Uh, so that was, that's, yeah, uh, that's probably that's advice you can use. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I, I changed yeah, our fuel uh, pump when I got home after yeah, nursing it. <laughs> somebody had, uh, brought an MG to fall failage, not the red one. It was a blue one. And he's like, yeah, just, it's kind of stuttering. And I was like, it's your fuel pump. He's like, no, nah, I just think I'm out of tune. I'm like, it's your fuel pump. And a day later, <laughs> it was my fuel pump. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, but it happens Imagine, I've done this before. Yeah. yeah this is, uh, this is the Fort Kickass that they're right. And this is some of the stuff, um, the middle international right there, Jeff, that you'll like. Oh, I like that. I see that is an airport tug. Yes. Yep. I can see that. Yeah. And he also, he did the, he, I like that blazer that's next to it. And stuff like that. Yeah. He's got, he, he always has something cool. Yeah. He sends me a lot of pictures. I like going to Texas and hanging out with him and his wife. Uh, also, um, I don't know if any of you have, we, he and I have discovered that there's a common theme among lemons rallyists. We all have dachshunds. Well, a lot of dachshunds. Uh, yep. You got a dachshund. Yep. Yep. I have two. They're upstairs right now because they won't shut up. But uh, yes, I, I, so many people that do lemon stuff have dachshunds. It's really Who weird. Knew? Yeah. And, it's just, and an even larger percentage rescue, like, Almost mm -hmm. everyone in Lemons that has a rescue pet it, or has a pet, it's a rescued pet. Yeah. Oh, come yeah. on. Everyone in Lemons is all about um, yeah, I was gonna say poor, poor neglected yeah. things. So, <laughs> yeah. and, 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 so why yeah. not a Being small okay dog. with the imperfect. Yeah, you know I mean, what I mean? The, like the, the, the races don't pay a lot, but I am there for the dogs. I don't really care about you guys. I'm there for the dogs. <laughs> yep. That's fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, let me see here. So a lot of people who are listening to our podcast, we have a lot of race listeners, to be honest with you. Yeah. Probably not as many rally listeners yet. Why should the person who's listening right now, who's never done a rally, do a rally? Um, you know, I, it's weird because I've been working for Lemons for quite a while now. And because of that, I've never raced. I never had the time to go racing. I got my gear like my you know my past history i drove cars fast and did stupid stuff but like i've i've never raced so it's a it's definitely a different kind of challenge uh you know i've you know working safety for you guys i watch you fall out of your cars from heat exhaustion and stuff like that uh so i would say that it's a little bit it's a different kind of social it's like a whole day social like you you hang out with these people you end up in convoys uh yeah, it's just a little bit more laid back. You don't have to build a three-wheeled cart. Uh, you don't have to, I mean, uh, you know, actually our our <laughs> our uh, percentage of possibility for injury is probably higher because we're on stupid roads. Uh, but it's just, it's something that I will take you to places that you'll never see. Like, I, I, I think actually that is a great see. pitch to make because yeah. 
I've I go to New England three times a year, and they say, "Jeff, was it beautiful?" I say, "I don't know. I saw the car." Yep. I was uh, under the car. I did. Yep. I never. I, like literally, I don't drive through New Hampshire unless it's dark and I'm towing a race car trail. Yeah, and we don't use interstates unless it's you know uh, we had to use an interstate during the Four Corners rally because Flagstaff was on fire. Uh, but um, <laughs> I mean, we, I've been we Flagstaff. Your, that might help. We make your windshield look good. So that's that's what Eric and I strive to do. We want to make your windshield look good. So that's that's, that's the difference between. Uh, a race and a rally, definitely. Yeah. And and I I I've driven across America a bunch of times. If you've never done that, if you've never gotten off the beaten path and gotten out of your region of the country, you're really wasting your life, because just just the difference between you know we live in the Northeast. I'm in Jersey. You know, once you get past Ohio, it's a different planet. Oh, when you get yeah. to you know, South Dakota, it's another different planet. When you get to the Pacific Northwest, the trees like are like the Southwest is gorgeous. And if you've never, if you've flown into Phoenix for a conference, you've never seen it. Oh, no, uh, definitely not. Uh, I, I've talked to Mental about like that, uh, you know, one of the rallies went to the outskirts of Las Vegas, and that's definitely my favorite part of Las Vegas. I hate the gambling part of Las Vegas. I think it's awful, but like the surrounding city and like the, the, the surrounding area is absolutely beautiful. And I think a lot of people miss out on that. You know, they're under the, the slot machine versus the car, but you're missing out on that. Also all racetracks are in horrible places. Oh, like, terrible. <laughs> they're such <laughs> horrible places. Everyone's Simply like, oh, I get to travel it. so much. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, I go to like Camden, South Carolina. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> must be so much fun <laughs> well, but Sonoma, the, the point that you're making Seca, they're okay yeah. Those if you if you, not if bad you, if you've yeah. lived on the east coast that uh the, the last texas rally that uh you know uh donnie and i attempted there is something to a sunset that takes 90 minutes to happen that you yeah just, yeah and uh and i don't know what that's like yeah. Also, another big difference between like the East Coast and just the American West is population density. Oh, um, yeah. Like, like when we do the retreat from Moscow, we start in Scranton, Pennsylvania, which is kind of like Moscow, Pennsylvania. And it's difficult to get people to the middle of nowhere. Like in New Mexico or Arizona, it's about an hour. And you'll see no one ever again. Like for the rest of the rally, you won't see anyone until you're uh, dead on the side of the highway under your TR7. Bear. Is well, this a selling point? Maybe you should. No, I think it is. I feel like it is. The, you I meant really the dead on the side of the road. Oh part. yeah, okay. Oh, you're not really yeah. gonna die. I've been in some places in Montana where it's like no one's ever gonna find me. That's yeah, it. it's and it's amazing. It's amazing. Your phone doesn't work. You don't. The only thing you have to focus on is getting your crap can to the next checkpoint. It's uh kind of zen like. All right. I'm, yeah, I'm sold. I love it. Uh, what's uh, either you did it or you saw it, your favorite rally story? Uh, I think a lot of people probably know this one by now is the first rally, uh, the first Hell on Wheels. Uh, we went through Death Valley, uh, which apparently is illegal, and we could have gotten a gigantic fine. So if you're wondering why we don't go through national parks anymore, that's why we got a very strongly worded letter. Uh, but um, <laughs> So there was a guy on like a 75cc Honda 
and he was dressed up like Luigi, like in Mario Kart. And his his motorcycle, a seventy five cc motorcycle, in a costume, on uh, the rally? Death Valley, in Death Valley, and this in is Death August. Valley. So it's like, you know, it's during oh, Harvey. No. So I think it was about 113 when, I mean, none of us had air conditioning, but it was about 113. Uh, so uh, Team Mustang, I think it was Mustang. It, it's all kind of a blur because we all had heat exhaustion. Uh, found him sure. just passed out on the side of the road. Like he had come to a stop. <laughs> oh, and, no. Uh, no, he was like, because you were talking about being dead on the side of the road. Yeah, yeah, Literally yeah. Like he was almost dead on the side of the road. He had not drank enough water. I think his name was Jeff Frasca. Not drank enough water, not eaten enough food, like just had completely not prepared for desert life. He was from the Bay Area. Uh, in a, in and, a costume. In a, co- a Luigi yeah. costume. Because, so you know, like they're made out of like polyester. They're not the breathableest <laughs> fabric at all. Super breathability, you know. Yeah. Um, did, was protection. he wearing the head? Yeah, everything. That's like so <laughs> unsafe. Fake mustache, giant hat. Oh no, but not uh, like a not like a head, right? No, not no, like no, a, okay, not so you're like not a, like you not can't like a, look. Okay, no, no, okay. No, no, I'm sorry, we that's what I was picturing. That yeah, that's I mean he wore gear. a helmet because I know, I know, you're right. Okay, okay. Uh, so that's safety gear. Uh, so they find him on the side of the road. They um, get him into the car and take him and like literally save this guy's life. Uh, you know, uh, their car was overheating, so they had their hood strapped to the roof. Their diesel Mercedes. Uh, one of the guys has hopped on the motorcycle and followed along and they got to the next, the next stop for the, uh, for the night. And like, they literally saved that guy's life. So that's, uh, that kind of just speaks to the com. They didn't know each other. They'd never spoken to each other, but that kind of speaks to the camaraderie of it. Uh, you know, oh, there's an idiot uh, passed out in a Luigi costume on the Especially side of the road. Especially, he <laughs> sounds very, very good natured, right? Yeah. So yeah. I feel like, like you know, you're you're like that kind of people. Must know him, yeah, yeah. yeah like that. He must be in the rally. You know, they were they weren't sure he was in the rally. That guy must be in the rally. So they, you know, save this guy's life, uh, which also kind of uh, it also kind of frames uh, Eric and I's decisions when we're when we're riding rallies, like. Do we want to have a guy dead on the side of the road? I don't know. No. <laughs> Again. Yes. We'll get you close, Again. but not all the way there. Yeah. So that's uh that's definitely my favorite rally story. Uh it's a little think, bit more hard. Also, is it also why there's no more motorcycles allowed? Correct. Yeah, that's the other thing. Uh, people keep on asking, oh, we want to can I bring my motorcycle? Can I, I would probably let like a Morgan three-wheeler or like uh uh you know uh Robin. Speed top rock. Yeah. brought a robin uh it was on the trailer the whole time and maybe on my mg midget it said n- you know no trailer uh but uh, it was still a robin reliant and uh so those are even though in some states those are considered motorcycles i would definitely say yes to that and also there just aren't a lot of car rallies and there's tons of motorcycle rallies so if they want to participate in a motorcycle rally there's a lot of opportunities for them out there so you know and we're more than welcome to have them in a car or something else stupid, but just not a motorcycle. Makes sense. Probably a smart choice. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. a guy almost died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think that's fantastic. I have one more question for you because you're you're getting the Alaska rally that you always wanted. I didn't want no no no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Julian Cordell tricked Jay into saying yes. And now Eric and I are planning. All right. <laughs> They're helping. Julie and Dominic are doing an outstanding job. It's just this is definitely the hardest one that we've ever planned. Is there somewhere you want to go that you haven't gone yet? 
So I always bring it up to Eric. I mean, we've pretty much been everywhere. I mean, honestly. I mean, you've been like the Florida Keys. You haven't gone to Key Bridge, right? Yeah. Oh, you did? That was the first South Rally. Yeah, Steve sent him to the Florida Keys. Like, so we've been a lot of places. Uh, So I would, and unfortunately, because Lemons and Lamont are so close together and there might be some trademark issues, it would be really cool to go to England, I think. Uh, I go to Germany to see family every Christmas. I think it would be really cool to do a rally through Germany. But because of trademark issues, it's probably not going to happen. But it would be a lot. I think like an international rally would be a lot of fun. And more than just Canada. Because you're going to be in Canada, right? Uh, Yeah, but I actually, well, we're not going to Canada in the Alaska rally. But uh, so uh, there's Lawrence uh, is from Timmins, uh, Ontario, I think. It's way up north. Like it's like closer to the Arctic Circle than it is to the U.S. border. And uh, they've run so many rallies in like all these shitty cars and they drive. They don't fly in, they drive from Timmins, uh, you know, in Canada. So I have talked to him. I'm like, hey, do you think we could do a rally? He's like, well, you couldn't start it here because there's no hotels. But um, like he owns a shop up there. Like so like a like an Arctic Circle rally would actually probably be a lot of fun. Uh, Something like that. That would be hard. Like really yeah. hard. <laughs> or or Mexico. Mexico has Damn other issues. <laughs> yeah. 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 Polar bear drug smugglers. God. Yeah. Oh. I mean, like they're in active combat right now after they yeah. got Chapo's son. So I mean, I guess you could get bonus points if you catch a couple rounds. <laughs> T- Timmins doesn't look that far. Let me share this screen. It's thousands of miles above the border. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, do you understand that the Earth is a Earth is a, it's a, a giant so a, ball, right? A ball, right? It's yeah, not yeah, a flat yeah. Earth then, thing. And then on and then on top of that, you have to realize ninety percent of the Canadian population lives within like fifty miles of the U.S. Yeah, because because the Arctic Circle is right around here ish. So yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, he's, it's pretty close. He's pretty close. <laughs> Surprisingly enough, his son plays hockey. No way. If you said he swam on the you on the an Olympic team, then I'd be yeah. a little bit more yeah. surprised. Yeah. Not a big golfer <laughs> up there. Yeah, I like, like, golf. I like Lawrence. I would like to do a rally in Canada for him. Like literally just for that guy. That's great. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm gonna open it up to everybody. Do we have any last questions for Jeff Stops before we move on? I'm good. Yeah, other than thank you for all right, let's us. pick all awesome. the but before we get to thank yous, let's pimp all the social media. Where can they find out more about the Lemons races, Lemons rallies? Uh, specifically, if there's any one rally you want to pimp that's open now, go ahead and do it. Uh, our next rally is Retreat from Moscow. That's going to be from uh, more or less Scranton, Pennsylvania, even though there's checkpoints in Moscow, uh, all the way down to Barber. And so it ends at the racetrack uh, on Friday night when everyone's kind of pulling in and having fun. Uh, so we're going to go from Scranton to Morgantown, uh, from Morgantown, West Virginia, West Virginia is weird, uh, to Bristol, Virginia, <laughs> yes, from, is. from Bristol to uh, the Lane Museum uh, in Nashville. So we're having meet up there. You'll end up with a private tour. Uh, oh, very nice. Rally. Yeah, uh, they've done that for us before. Very cool. Uh, that same day, we're going to run the Tale of the Dragon again. Uh, Judd with the, um, the resort, the Tale of the Dragon resort up there giving us some parking lot space to hang out at. Uh, and then from Nashville, we'll end up in Birmingham, which is, you know, actually leads Alabama at the, the motorsports park. Uh, the only other thing we, is we can tell you about a great hotel in Birmingham, Alabama. I don't have to. Nah, Kim Hamlet's not good. Yeah. 
that's a, that's not... a over over a beer at Eleven's race story. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Chris couldn't find his room, and somebody from the desk said the police aren't done with it yet. Oh, okay. And then I stood outside and talked on the phone while drug deals happened, and I didn't really so, get involved. Sometimes unintentionally, I might rent a hotel room or recommend a hotel room when we're in small towns. That that is definitely happening. Oh, yeah. And I stay up stressing up all night, just like looking out the window, making sure nothing bad happens. Uh, the the then, police uh, pulled in and said, "You're not parking all those cars here, are you?" <laughs> yep, yep, that sounds about right. Uh, and anyway, keep that, going. So. Yeah, after that, we have the uh, next Texas rattle traps. Uh, that's going to start at uh, Harris Hill uh, in San Marcos, Texas. Go out to Denton, uh, down to Houston. I think it's kind of down and over to Houston. And then we're going to end up back at the racetrack at Harris Hill. They ran the Southern Heaps Rally and that super cool Studebaker. And they probably would have won if I didn't catch them driving it on the trailer behind their like million dollar RV. So, uh, but and they stole I, the part from the museum, right? Is that what it was? Steal, they didn't steal the part. They called it, they, you know, owning a racetrack probably has a lot of benefits. And they said, hey, waterfront broke on our Studebaker. Where can we go? And someone knew that there was this museum that had this wrecked Studebaker from the movie, and they were able to take the water pump from it. And uh, they were able to rescue their car. Uh, they also had like a traveling margarita bar because they're like a uh, theme was Jimmy Buffett. So at every the end of every night, they would set up the margarita bar for everyone. Oh, this sounds and, amazing. Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. So, it's like when um, we did shots on the back of the Fiero and we lit them yeah. on fire every night. We did that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, and then if anybody's in uh, up in um, Scranton, so that's probably just garage heroes and training and like 30 other people that live yeah, there. Pretty much. Uh, pretty much. Our pre, our pre rally meetup's going to be January 30th at 5 p.m. at Cooper's Seafood House, which looks super kitschy. And I'm pretty sure I can find a captain's hat to wear. So I can the, bring you one. I mean, those are the actually no. I have like a I have a full on Napoleon costume this time. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But everyone always just thinks I'm an admiral. They're like, "Are you an admiral?" And you're like, "No, it's the retreat from Moscow, people." That, that's because you're a giant. The whole thing about Napoleon <laughs> is he's supposed to be a short guy. Okay, you work at a school. You should know that he was at average height. Everybody was five eight back then for the time. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy! Well, that's awesome. Uh, look up the hashtag Lemons Rally on Instagram yeah. to see all these fantastic pictures that and the Lemons Rally in actual Instagram. Yeah, yes. and that's at Lemons Rally, and then we have the Lemons Rally Facebook page, and then the unofficial Facebook page that's run. It's kind of like the unofficial uh, Twenty Four Hours of Lemons. It's just the Lemons Rally discussion page. Uh, that would be the other one. That's where you can actually get real answers from real participants, and not just snarky ones from Eric and I. Got it. That's awesome. Love it. Well, I am still trying to struggle to find the time off to do a full lemons rally. It's been years since I've been on a rally, so uh, maybe oh, it yeah. will. Fall failage is only three days. It was. It was pretty easy, Jeff. I got to say, even with my Corvette breaking all the time, all the time, having, despite having worked on it for months ahead of time. I, I think that was the problem, Chris. I mean. <laughs> The best, and then I rally drove it around cars. a bunch too. I drove it. I I put a couple hundred miles on yeah, it. Yeah, drove it to the Cape, drove just to Cape Cod, and that's when it broke down. And that's <laughs> going, right. So, how do you feel about the Sunrunner just dominating you then? <laughs> oh, totally. The, fine. Yeah, what was the Sunrunner? It's, it's uh, a, it was the guys that ran with no top. Oh, it's and a they were GMC. 
it's a GMC version of a sidekick that they sold in Canada. It's the oh, guys that's right. The, it's the that's guys, right. two of the guys from the Miata, the Vineyard Vines Miata were the ones running that. Yeah, yeah they're, they're good guys too. And it was weird too, because they wore like wigs the whole time that looked like Mentel's hair. And then at the award <laughs> ceremony, they took it off and they both had my haircut. And I was like, holy shit. That's a good wig in a convertible and it looks real. Yeah. yeah, whole time. I wrote in the back. It was great. That's fantastic. All right. Uh, I think we're going to move on to our final segment. Mental, I think you have something to share with us, don't you? Last night, I got a call from my racing buddy that I've done the 25 hours of Thunderhill with. Admittedly, he was a few beers into the evening, but he <laughs> has an idea based on one of his new uh, racing friends who, when not driving a race car, is trying to be fuel efficient and bought a Prius. And the entire idea is spec Prius. And the reason is you spec the tires, the brakes, you keep the cost down, but you open up the ability to hack the car. And that's how you get young people interested in racing. So the idea, hella sweet or but terrible, spec Prius. You can attract hypermilers too. Those guys who put a bunch of like aerodynamic right? crap on their Prius so they can keep on going. There you what, see. Is, are you suggesting a spec Prius road race or a spec Prius rally? What are road we talking race. about here? Spec road Prius race. race. Okay. You, you spec the tires, you know, yeah. so you, you, you get some good sure. size Douglas tires. Extra track. On track. On a track? On a racetrack. Absolutely. Fine. There's a Prius that's been running out here on the West Coast that usually finishes in like the top third. And it's a bone stock Prius with like 300,000 miles on it. There's like, you got a lot of questions, Mental. We've driven oh, no, that no, car. They're, they have their they're answer. That's the indication. Right. Different car. Chris, oh, well, we drove. Chris, well, as, as one of two people on the screen who has actually raced a Prius on a road course, Sonoma, the best thing about it were full course yellows because then you'd get the battery charged up and then you'd get uh, one yeah. good lap. One good lap. And then you'd have and to coast you, and well, you'd, have, was... you'd have to change your brake dynamics because you wouldn't brake as hard, but you'd, you'd lift early and lightly touch the brakes to get regen. And the rest of the time, foot, foot of the floor. Handling was fine. I mean, flop from one bump stop to the other. No problem. I mean, the thing ran like a champ all weekend. Never, never hiccuped, of course. Oh, but don't but, push uh, it. Oh, don't push it. No, but that's his no. point: is to, is that you can you know mess with the ECU and, yeah. and make it run differently. Yeah, yeah. you so have to hello sweet larger or but batteries. terrible. Uh, I uh, they're too. Exp I'm gonna go but terrible because they're too I'm expensive right now. There's too many people who are those. These are really good street cars, and they're using them as street cars. And I don't think okay because I see them for like I, five grand out here all the time. Yeah, second, but that's second gens commuter car price. I feel like there's something worse. <laughs> That would be more fun, but it needs to be hackable. Fun. So you're yeah. you're you're attracting outside there. All right. So Chris says, but terrible. Chrissy, I'm, like, I'm, I'm bored. I could be talked either way. Yeah, okay. no, I agree. Right. I, I drove drove one on track. It was nothing special. I'd rather drive many other things. So I'm good. Jeff, uh, Jeff right. stops. The good looking Jeff. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I don't know. It, it'd be funny. I just like jokes. It's a good bit. So yes, it's hella sweet. <laughs> I got one hella sweet. All, All right, right. You're, you're about to get a second. Okay, yeah. here's here's where it is. Um, since I am shopping for electric cars and doing all kinds of googling, like how to build your own power wall, and you know everybody's that'll, so that'll, many. That'll go well after your electrified door. Yes. <laughs> um, 
so many people are doing such cool things with old with old electric car batteries right now if you like google like project nissan leaf battery you can find like a thousand things to do with it i think the, the this tech the, the people hacking batteries and electric car batteries need to jump back into motorsports i think there's a fantastic idea i think we'll see a lot of really weird interesting things happen if you put a electric hybrid car series together and you gave them enough latitude to really mess with the power unit and the battery that's my thought all right hello what do you think there you go. I feel like we're broken down the middle. I'm leaning towards Hella Sweet. I think it would attract some very smart people who may not necessarily be into racing, but are into figuring out problems. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. Get a hold of us guys out there media. like those engineers, like yeah. right now, young Chris Egan is like, oh, hell yeah. I have 27 ideas for this. Are you calling him old? No, no, he's younger than Chris. He's like, yeah, young, young, yeah, young, young Chris Egan is always known as young Chris. Like his middle thirties, so, uh, yeah. I think. Is so let us know what you think. Prius spec series, hella sweet, but terrible. Get a hold of us on any of our social medias. Uh, Jeff, again, we can't thank you enough. This was fantastic. I've had a great time talking to you. At the track. If you see Jeff at the track, talk to him because he's an interesting person. He's really nice. He won't. And if you can. Get out there and do a lemons rally. You can take your significant other who would never be caught dead at a track. You could take your old college roommate who can't, uh, doesn't want to get race gear. You know, like this is, there, there's a lot of reasons to do a rally. Just make sure you like them a lot because you're going to spend a lot of time with them. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't, people who, you get really good stories. We've had a lot of people who have quit racing and they bring their old race cars that they don't want to race in lemons anymore. It's a, it's a great plan. Yeah. Well, thank you, Jeff Stobbs, and thank uh, you all thank of you. you out there for downloading us. We hope you enjoyed this week's edition of Everyone Racers. We'll also hope you'll join us in the world of driving, racing, rallying, and building, because everyone can be a racer, even you. If you enjoyed this podcast, subscribe. Caress the like and subscribe button on that YouTube. You don't have to pound it. Just touch it. Even if you hated us, subscribe. Play it while you're asleep. Play it on your friend's computer. Play it everywhere. Come on, people. You know what we're trying to do here. Uh, if you have any questions or show ideas, drop a comment on our Facebook page, Everyone Racers. Email us at everyone.racers at gmail.com. Uh, you can still text us, 484-243-0455. Find us on Instagram or Twitter, everyone.racers. YouTube, Facebook, under Everyone Racers. Even Reddit at slash E1R. Uh, thanks again, and until next week, Keep the shiny side up unless you're on a motorcycle in a Mario outfit in the desert. <laughs> then just keep those hydration bottles flowing. Yeah. I don't know. Always drink water. That's, drink water uh, that's, that's my ass. I guess that's my biggest tip. Drink water. There you go. <laughs> Thanks, sunscreen. Jeff. Yeah, no problem. All right. I stopped. <laughs>